welcome, welcome to the first podcast of Hazy Sessions. This is a craft beer podcast where we kind of just talk about beer, life, and whatever else is on our mind. My name is Johan. I'm Dallas Hobbs. And really, this is just something we've been putting into the works for quite a long time now. Uh, we started thinking about it about a week and a half ago, kind of just bonding about craft beer and whatnot and you know, Dallas has kind of been in the podcast game like a little bit and done a couple of them, and I'm kind of a newbie to this, and just figured, why not? You know? Yeah, he put it. He put it. He put a good mark on it right there. That's exactly what it is. Um, the actual, yeah, the actual name, Hazy Sessions, came about a week and a half ago, like you said. But we've been we've been talking more brewery, brewery industry stuff like that, um, just because obviously we'll hint on it. That's something you want to get into, and something I'm dabbling my toes in right now um but yeah that's kind of how we really connected on this thing and now we're here hazy sessions episode one yeah so pretty much the premise of this podcast is we want to try to bring in maybe like two or you know kind of just depending how we're feeling two craft kind of drinks uh whether it be you know craft beer you know we might have some meat along the way hint hint but um, you know, kind of just talk about that, review that a little bit, kind of give us our, th- give you guys our thoughts on this. And from there, just kind of talk about what we think we should talk about and anything really. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just off the dome, you know, I guess I'll hint on it now. I guess not hint, but we'll have some different segments and stuff or stuff we'll stick to every episode. We're still trying to, you know, figure those out. Might find some of those today. Um, so yeah, it's really all up in the air and kind of just going with the flow. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of want to put that out there first things first. Like, this isn't something that's, like, a super serious thing. You know, we're not going to bring up a whole bunch of, you know, serious stuff. Correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just going to kind of try to keep this, you know, mellow and fun and kind of just talk about what's going on in this crazy world and these crazy times right now and enjoying some good drink while we're at it. Yeah, so... um, like I said, correct us if we're wrong. You know, we're still, I'm for sure a rookie. I'm a rookie in this this tasting of craft beer, especially. Um, but, yeah, rookies to it. So I don't know everything. I'm just going to, I might say some wrong things. I'll hopefully correct them. But, yeah, just correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, we are open to criticism and, you know, just having a good time. I hope you guys can enjoy it with us. I think we're ready to. Go into our first little review. What do you think? Yeah, give it to him. All right, so the first thing we got here, contrary to popular belief, mead should definitely be respected in the craft industry. We're going to start off with a little ASMR. <laughs> so what we got here, we're keeping it fancy. We're pouring them in mason jars because <laughs> that's what we got. Working on working on getting some glasses actually right now. Yeah. Um, with uh, Thick Boy Glass, I think I said that correct. Yeah, a little bit of a shameless plug right there. Yeah, just a little shameless shout-out plug. Um, but no, yeah, Thick Boy's Glass, um, which is just a little um, hand-blown glass um, for, you know, they really do it around beer, and I think they might do a little wine tasting too. But they got little tasters. They got all different types of different glasses, but, you know, we're trying to get one from them. Um, hopefully just like a taster size one, so keep tasting some different craft beers because that's kind of what we're mainly focusing on here you know or we're always going to start off with what we're tasting we're going to post that on instagram and 
we want to put it in a, a good looking glass. So that's why thick boys glass. Look at them. Look them up on Instagram. I'll tag them in the description. But something we want to uh, purchase. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so a little bit about this mead that we're going to be drinking right now. This mead is called I Cran So Lime Away. It's a mead made with cranberry and lime from WA Mead Works in Lindenhurst, New York. So shout out to them. East Coast Mead from an awesome app called Tavor. Another little shameless plug. Kind of been ordering some stuff off from there. Uh, they've got a great selection. Definitely go check them out if you're interested in the craft brew world. But, yeah, uh, not a whole lot more to say about this mead. Kind of excited to try it. I've had mead once in my life. I went on a senior trip with one of my best buddies uh, to Ireland, and we went on this, like, medieval castle tour, <laughs> <laughs> like this feast, and they had mead there. And, you know, it was complimentary, and that's all I'm going to say to it. It was an awesome experience, and oh, it was all right. It was pretty yeah. fun, though. But yeah, let's that get to nice. let's get to trying this a little bit. All right. How do I I don't really how you go about this. Um we're looking at color. It's almost like a pinkish red, like orange. Looks a little a little darker than a rose, maybe. There we go. I almost said rose, but I didn't know if you could compare it that way. Yeah, maybe. I mean maybe we get into some wine as well. You <laughs> never know. I'm pretty open to anything. <laughs> I was trying to give it a smell test. It's pretty limey. Oh. That hit me like way different than I was expecting. Me too. It's like, it's like a, a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, no, it, I know what you're saying. It's like a little. It's pretty, pretty juicy. No, it is. I definitely get like the cranberry. Definitely get the lime. Overall, does it, does it say what the mood? What do they call them? Un, untapped mead. No, the mood. F- Flavors or whatever, what do they call it? Oh, shoot. Yeah, we can check it in. It's uh, the flavor profiles have been cranberry, sweetness, lime, light, and honey. What do they call those again? The flavor profiles. Flavor profiles. Yeah, so also uh, it will be up. These ratings will be up most likely before this podcast airs. <laughs> uh, we have our untapped called Hazy Sessions. Uh, you know, go, you know, friend us. We'll friend everybody back. Stay in touch, you know. Give you some toast. Give you guys some toasts, you know, hopefully you guys toast us back and tag us and some recommendations or whatever, man. Like, we're, we're really open to trying whatever we, we can. We're really excited about this. So, yeah. But overall, I, I really like this. I do, too. It's it's like refreshing. I definitely see people getting down to this in the medieval times. Yeah. I know. I just, I've just finished Vikings Up. Uh not too long ago, and that's something they they drank a lot of was mead, right? That's kind of where I'm pretty sure some they, some form of something like that. I think they drank mead. Unless captions were wrong on Vikings, because I saw it on Amazon Prime. I saw the word mead, and I've heard it. Okay, so I I don't know. I mean, oh. subtitles in general are a little off. I, I started watching Naruto not too long ago, and I'm feeling that I should shouldn't watch the dubbed version. Should watch like the subtitled version because half the stuff they say and what's on subtitles is just off. Yeah, I've noticed that in a couple of the last shows I've watched. But, yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> First couple of episodes will have a little bit of awkward silence. But, <laughs> no, but overall, definitely see my, my northern ancestors digging this. And honestly, it kind of has that. And like I said, I'm just going to be probably saying some outlandish stuff just because I don't know much about, you know, brewery industry, stuff like that. 
I don't know if you could say this. I don't know if it's disrespectful or it almost has like a like a hint of like a, a wine flavor to it. On well, the aftertaste a little bit because it's probably, you know, fermented in the same way. Can I? I think so. I mean, I think I think mead is like honey wine. Okay. I think that's what it is. See, I don't have any background on it, and that's where you come in. You know what? I, I know a little bit. The brewery I work at, I've learned like a little bit of stuff. But I would, I think mead okay. is mostly honey wine. All right. That makes more sense to me then. Yeah. No, I, for some reason, I thought it was going to be more carbonated. But then thinking about that, it is kind of like a honey wine. It, it makes sense that it's kind of just smooth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But overall, what do you think this, what would you rate this as? See, that's the thing when you, when you get to something like this, it's not like you can, it, it has its own scale in a way. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously not the flavor of, you know, IPA, craft brew, or stout, Pilsner, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's not in that category. So it's hard to like on that same scale. Yeah, this is kind of going to be, since this is like the first mead we drink, and also I don't know great, how many. how many mead. beer to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's showing that we're open to it. But, I mean, this is kind of going to be like our, our staple, you know, kind of like the our first base ranking for mead, mm-hmm. which I've only had another mead that wasn't good. So today on the mead scale today on the mead scale we might have to we might have to make rankings for every different kind of beer we got because we got another one after this that we'll we'll talk about in a little <laughs> bit that's kind of we're open we're opening up with some some, some interesting ones yeah you know some not not normal styles yeah but definitely you know i think i think one of the most coolest things about the craft industry in general whether whether it be mead or whether it be beer or spirits or whatever it may be is just there's like endless opportunity. Like mm-hmm. you can you can make mix so many things, change so many styles. Grab this, grab that, grab this, and let's throw it in here. Literally, boom, 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 and we got something. You know, we're experimenting a lot. Yeah. What you What you show me the other day? That's probably what you were gonna get to the jawbreaker. Yeah, there was a there was a jawbreaker. I couldn't remember exactly what kind of beer it is, like what style of beer it was, but they they. They made the beer with jawbreakers, so mm-hmm. they kind of like fermented it and mixed it in there. And I've shown you another one where they met, where they made a a Mexican lager with uh, with nacho chips. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I think, I don't think that would be you. You know, you hear it right away. It's like tor- tortilla chips, but then if you think about it, tortilla chips are kind of like you know that it's a chip flavor, so it's like wheat you know in a way or something yeah like, there's a way that it would connect back that i don't think it would be crazy yeah so i guess i want to look more into that as well just kind of thinking like if they substituted an ingredient for that yeah you know but just like yeah corn tortilla is mainly corn chips right so it'd be like that's what kind of once again if we have any tortilla chip connoisseurs please reach out to us and let us know if we're wrong but no i i do think it's either like corn I think there's different kinds, obviously, but yeah, something like that. But yeah, so mm-hmm. must be in the ingredients somewhere. Yeah, it has to be like a main part. But yeah, that's like just seeing that, and I've shown Dallas do a couple like they, when they when they brew with marshmallows, yeah, and stuff like that. It's just cool. It's kind of cool to see. So we're definitely going to be open to trying a whole different bunch of stuff oh, yeah. out. Oh yeah, and there's some that we aren't going to like. Um, so untap score. 
and we got to keep it. It's untapped score, but it's also on the mead scale. Yeah. So what, I'm, which I, I guess is a little like subjective. Actually, I, honestly, that's weird though because I don't have a mead score. You have a slight one. I mean, from four years ago, maybe. So I guess in terms of refresh, how are we gonna rank? I don't know how to rank this one. You know, do you like it? Yeah, I like it. And it's obviously, you know, it's something I drink, so it'd be it's obviously, you know, above 325. If I'm talking my tap scale and how, how how it tastes, how I like it. Yeah. Would yeah. I recommend? Would I have it again? I think I would definitely recommend this. Yeah. You know. As more of an experience. Yeah, definitely. Because I think I would really like going to this WA Meadworks in New mm-hmm. York. I think it would be really cool. Have to look it up on Instagram, see some pictures. Yeah, we also want to try to shout out every like brewery and stuff that we get. Yeah, I don't think if I don't, I don't think anyone would be mad about that. No, it's just free shout outs from some some hazy sessioners in Pullman, Washington. Yeah, I I don't think they care if we're shouting them out. Yeah, no, definitely no. I think it's, you know, I think I would have this. I might get some flack for this, but I think I would have this on a warm summer day. For like a dinner? Were you going to say something like that? No, just like a warm oh, summer just day. Like chill. You're sitting outside, and I might get just like a chilled glass. <laughs> chilled glass or put some ice in it. Ice. Okay. Now, that might be. <laughs> because a, if if there's some real mead fans, you know. Yes. How I think of mead saying I, I watched it. I I mean I found out about it watching Vikings. Yeah, that's not nice summer day. Put this thing on ice. No, <laughs> not at all. And I might get so much flack for that, but that's okay. Hot take. Hot super, take. Super hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I think this is enjoyable. It's refreshing. It's like a good summertime drink. Yeah. No, I. That's why I really now I really you know we're gonna have to check it out on Craft Shack. Um, some other. You know, meads or whatever they have at on Craft Shack if they are towards this brewery. Because mm-hmm. um, that's, I think that's how we're going to use Craft Shack. Yeah. So we'll try to use Tavor, you know, if we see some we like mm-hmm. um, and order those. And then that's how we'll connect us and we'll use Craft Shack to probably order them. I think that's the best one I've found. I'm correcting me if I'm wrong. That's, I like Craft Shack. Just looking at it. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of stuff. There's some I, other ones coming up, but I don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I mean, our three main sources will probably be Craft Shack, Tavor, and Noshi's. Yeah. Which is, our, oh, yeah. which is our local craft beer shop, which we love a lot. Oh, we love it all the time going in there. Uh, I wish, I don't know his name, so I feel bad. No, but that. Maybe someday he'll connect to the podcast. We'll shout out. We'll give him a shout out. Hey, mark it right here. <laughs> We're having a podcast session in Noshi's. Hey. I, I want that. So we're going to figure that out somehow. That would be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love that. Just a little quick little sesh. Yeah. A little hazy sesh. A little hazy session. That's what our short. That's what our sh- our shorts are going to be called. Hazy sesh? Yeah. Yeah, a little 20-minute segments. <laughs> Just bop in. There, No, every time we went in there, and every time it's been a different combination of the workers. You know, the yeah. first time we went in, 
I, it's, I feel bad shouting out because I don't know names. I'm not the we best. Will, we will know the names. And yeah. if anybody at knows she's ever listens to this, we just want you guys to know. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, so the gal, that's the, fir- the first time I went over there. There was a gal um, that helped us out a lot. Gave some really great rep- really, recommendations. Really good recommendations. Like si- we had six different ones that, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate those recommendations. Next time we went in, uh, talked to one of the workers and what I presume was the owner. Mm-hmm. I think he is. And just talked about some different stuff coming up for them, stuff coming up for us. Yeah. And then the last time, uh, just with the dude again, and that's where we picked up. Nothing that we taste tested on here, but we could have. I'd obviously recommend those again. Yeah. But yeah, so no, she's no, she's shout out. No, she's Poland, man. No, I think they're craft beer, wine, and cheese. Mm-hmm. Just just finer things in life. Yeah, right here in Pullman. Right here in Pullman. Go down to No, she's get your finer things. Yeah, you know, support support your small businesses. Oh yeah, hey, we don't stop stop. Put the Coors case down for a second. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> Look at it and realize you can get some more flavor somewhere else. You know. Might be a little more costly, but, you know, taste the palate because, you know, I'm changed. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I'm I'm loving the craft craft beers. Um, Cole had one today while I was chilling on a little Zoom. Cole's one of our roommates for yeah. listeners. Cole DeBot's one of our roommates. He tried one and he goes, dang, this is, I just don't like the aftertaste. This is too hoppy. Like, this is too. What was it? Um, too bitter. Um, It was my. I can't remember the name. Red Stripe? Not Red, Red. Stripe. Uh, was it like Silver City Brewing? It was Silver City, but it, the actual beer Red was Spiral? Red Spiral? Uh, I'm going to look it up. Look at the can. It's also on my untapped. Um, so I could have just looked up untapped. Uh, it's uh, Silver City Brewery. It's a double Indian. It's a double IPA. Pineapple Orange. Yeah, Ride the Spiral Pineapple Orange yep. double IPA. Really good. Just because I'm really into, um, like, these hints of, you know, pineapple, orange, a couple of the um, exotic fruits. Not exotic, but tropical fruits. Tropical, <laughs> there you go. Same, same, almost in the same, but not really. Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm kind of into a lot of those recently. That's a lot of them I've been grabbing because I think the bail breaker one I had after that was pretty fruity, too. Um, but, no, been trying a lot of different brouhaha's. Yeah, I think the best thing about craft beer is that people sometimes say they don't like beer, but I think there's a beer out there for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in terms of craft beer, because it's so it's kind of like in stages, and I hate to say it like this, hate to put them on the same scale, but you you get an acquired taste mm-hmm. for just normal beers like Coors, Bud Light, all that stuff, like Obviously, that's how I, I, I've never really liked them, and then I kind of acquired the taste. Yeah. Tried a couple craft bu- craft brews back then and wasn't really a fan. Um, and then ha- been having them lately, and it's like, I don't know. Uh, the aftertaste is good. Like, it's something like each one is different. Each aroma is different. Like, you smell it, you taste it, it's different. But So, that's just cool and a, a, a new thing I'm finding through craft beers. Yeah. All right. We got to quit sidetracking now. Oh, yeah. What do we got? What are we thinking? On the full number, like official? Yeah. Ready to release it? Okay. Yeah. I'm going, I got a little left. Let me taste this. In terms of untapped scale, um, in terms of 
how I would recommend this likeliness of having it again, blah, 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 blah. I think I'm giving it a 375. I was about to say, I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. So we're in the same, you know, point point two five is going to be the same round. Yeah. Almost. Now is this a question if we want to round up or down? Because mm-hmm. I, I believe. And that's where, yeah. It's just kind of hard with me because kind of how I rank my, like, untapped is kind of like, if it's three out of five, it's good. Mm-hmm. If it's four, it's like, if it's on tap, I'm going to want it. And five is like, it's the best beer I've ever had. Yeah. So I think four is like, I don't know. I think I would, I think I, if it was on tap, I think I would get it. And so maybe a three, seven, five, maybe yeah. three, seven, five is good to go. With okay. That. Just in terms, it is a mead. So it's like, it's a different scale. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we got to figure out how to make it so we can tag like. We can tag hazy, hazy sessions as well, like people out there that follow us. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure it out. There's, I don't know if we can technically do it, or at least we can change our location to hazy sessions. Trying to figure those things out. So our untapped. oh, like make a location for us. Yeah, yeah. Turn it into like cool. a speakeasy or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> speakeasy. Don't don't come for us. There's nothing hidden in between our walls. All the participants are 21 years and older. I can assure you. <laughs> Old man Hobbs. Yeah, old man Hobbs over here going on his seventh year of college. And I recently graduated. A little bit about ourselves, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's a good good little right. segue in. Just, you know, your your, your favorite craft beer podcast with your favorite <laughs> Midwestern foreign power combo, really. Well, I got some on that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh yeah, so I'm uh I'm a foreigner. There we go. I guess I'll leave it to to mystery where I'm from. <laughs> keep keep listeners intrigued. We got to get some imports. Yeah, no, we definitely do, man. Oh, I've been trying to get my hands on one of my favorite beers from back home, but they just don't really ship it in the U.S., which kind of sucks. But every time we go back home, it's really good. I'm not gonna say where it's from. <laughs> I think I know which one it is. Have I showed it? To Maybe you? I don't know. I've showed you the can. I've showed I, you the can. So signs. then I do. You probably should know. L. No. <sighs> I mean, there's an L in it. Okay, then I think I have it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so Johan's a foreigner. Yep. Any got I a got passport it. to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> he said I got a passport. To, um, but no. Uh, shoot, I'm Midwestern boy. Um, from Iowa. Don't call me a farm boy because not a farm boy. I have some farmer's blood in me. Don't get me wrong. Um, but no. From Iowa, but I've kind of took a journey, you know, hopped over to the East Coast for a year, um, and then now I'm over on the West Coast, uh, going on four years or so. I think we're on our fourth year over Pacific here. Pacific Northwest? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So, Iowa, Iowa born, um, kind of transi- transitioning into a Washingtonian in a way, just because my mom is over here for some work stuff a lot, and yeah, that's a, a slight background on me, and we'll keep hinting on them. Yeah, we'll tell we'll, we'll keep the listeners intrigued. Make sure they come back every week. Yeah. I guess in terms of, I guess what I oh, because I said I wanted to come back to that. Oh, Johan said Midwestern. I think he maybe said Iowa. Um, I said Midwestern. Yeah. Okay. What whatever. So what came to my head is we're gonna get some Midwestern brews coming. Yeah. Um. Actually, downstairs already. They're already here from Travor. Right. Tavor. Said, Tavor. There yeah. we go. I said Travor. <laughs> Tavor. Um. But no, they're downstairs. I think we have an Iowa, two, 
two Iowas and a Minnesota. I think one. Well, the next beer is Minnesotan. Oh yeah, that one. That one must be. I good. think we might have three Iowan. Three Iowa. Oh yeah, because there's two, and then the um the the one from Decora. Mm-hmm. So yep. yep. So there's yeah three Iowas, and that I forget that one is the Minnesota one, mm-hmm. which is next. And yeah, I guess are we calling to it right now? Then what are you thinking? I think so. All right. Let's uh let's move on here, you know. I think I think we're getting a pretty good flow of things right now. Yeah. Just gonna keep tasting these out. All right, so this uh this next one. All right, we're back with our next little review. This is something I've been pretty excited about. Oh yeah. This is uh from uh Modest Burn Company, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's called uh Noise Floor. It's a double dry hopped cream IPA. I've had something I think kind of similar. Let me just get this cracking real quick. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, kill him. Yeah, but this is a, a double dry hopped cream IPA. I've, I think I've had something kind of similar from a brewing company called uh, Belching Beaver. It's a really good brewing company out of Oceanside, California. Mm. And it was a milkshake. It was a double milkshake IPA. So the cool thing with these are that they are, they're brewed with lactose. So for those lactose intolerant people out there, definitely. I am one of them. Wow. That really looks kind of like a milkshake. We'll make sure to take a picture, show it. The viewers at home. But yeah, it's, it's brewed with lactose. I think it's kind of like a new trend in craft brew, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think it's something that's recently or more traditionally been put into like stouts. But I think they're making a transition more into IPAs, too, and I'm totally for it. I'd really recommend it. This is just kind of one of the beauties of, of craft brew and how you can kind of incorporate whatever you want into a beer. And I think recently, a trend, I might be wrong again, adding, it's uh, it's brewed with lactose, which I think is something that's been more specifically used for stouts and porters mm-hmm. just because they're more chocolatey and coffee-based. And it's kind of cool to see them make that jump into IPAs. So it's got a really cool color. We're going to put it on our story so people can see. But, yeah, let's give it a, let's give it a shot. All right. I like it. I don't really, yeah, I like it. Let me give it another. Yeah. Two sips. Everyone knows the rule. It's, again, another one that I was not expecting. It's thick. It just, that wasn't the flavor I was expecting either for a cream a cream ale. Yeah, so it says it's a cream IPA with milk sugar hopped and double dry hopped with citrus sabro and Nelson Savine hops. Give me your thoughts, D Hobbs. I like the initial taste, but then the aftertaste. I'm kind of tasting like the milk now. The aftertaste is a little funny. The initial taste does not seem like but I don't I don't know how brewing with milk, sugar, and lactose what it actually does to anything. Yeah, I don't know really how it changes the process as well. Honestly, I would love to have a brewer on the podcast. Yeah, well, oh, we're getting them. We'll get them eventually. I would love to have a head brewer. You know, anybody with like kind of like commercial or brewery. And it doesn't it, even if you're like because some of those home brewers are actually pretty good as well. So mm-hmm. even if even to that extent. You got a little something, and you can explain some more stuff to us. Yeah, that'd be great. We can 
send you over whatever we're drinking as well. Just keep it keep it fresh like that. Yeah, try to get a little virtual thing going. If you're you know? not in the Pullman area, send it your way. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we're we're pretty open to anything. You know, no one knows really where life's going to take us in these next couple months, and this is something that Dallas and I kind of talked about and kind of want to, you know, if it, if it works, it works, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing at risk. No. It, the most expensive thing we're going to buy are these thick boy glasses. Yeah. But yeah, shout that, out those guys. Yeah, shout out those guys again. Um, some quality glass work that looks f- amazing. But, I mean, that's going to be the biggest biggest purchase and then the actual craft beers we're drinking. Yeah. Which isn't a financial risk or downfall in my, my eyes. From what I've heard about buying beer, it doesn't depreciate over time. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, this is a, this is a cool beer. I, I think I – and now I can put this on an IPA scale. Um, am I ready? Are you ready to give a scale yeah, give yet? a couple more sips, I think. Because in a way, it's like – it's kind of like a, a hazy IPA, right? In a w- Well, I think I kind of get a little bit of a hazy IPA from it. Just because I'm a sucker for citra hops mm-hmm. in hazy IPAs. Yeah. I really like the citrus aspect to it and it has it in it. So I definitely see like the haziness to it. But I don't know. I mean I definitely compare it more to a hazy IPA than a regular standard IPA. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't like a like a Lagunitas. No. Like a dark. It's it's a clear, bright it almost looks like a bit of a smoothie. And yeah, so it's almost like a orange juice look almost. Yeah. Little, yeah. I guess Blue Moon. Blue Moon is a great. Yeah, is a it's kind of a great comparison. That's to the how texture. you re- relate to people that you know don't see too much craft brew. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you know, I think Blue, Blue Moon, Moon is a big. I think Blue Moon might be the gateway. Mm, yeah, because I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people love Blue Moon. <laughs> I I personally love Blue Moon. My my gateway, my gateway to. Craft brew, if we're talking that, would probably be Fat Tire. Yeah, I think so. From that, New Belgium. That would be New Belgium Fat Tire. Um, <laughs> shout out um, Mr. Kaufman. Did he put you on that? Yes, Hannah's dad. And a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Kaufman. Get get your father locked in. Uh, no, giving him a shout out. No, I mean, that's that's good stuff. I think it's like an amber ale. Yeah. No, that's... that's I... I I think I was the first out of all of our roommates to kind of get into craft beer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just kind of about, like, my dad's a big IPA guy. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, people drinking, like, Coors Lights and that being their drink of choice or something. It's just kind of like what my my dad kind of drank. It's kind of, like, what I got into earlier. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think give craft beer a shot. See Dallas over here, man. Now he's a a connoisseur. Yeah, you know, I'm – like I said at the beginning, I'm um, dipping my toes in. Nothing crazy yet, okay? So that's why you can't judge me. <laughs> dipping my toes in here, and I am learning um, by expanding this palette. And we have expanded, let me tell you. We've tried beers from all over the place. That's what. That's a great thing about Noshi's, you know? there's. It's not, obviously, it's not West Coast beers, you know? We get, right? We've had a couple... We've had some Scottish ales with yeah. like a five hundred like year, like a recipe from the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, some 
Something crazy. We had a, a Saison from Belgium that had been going on since like the nine since like the eighteen hundreds. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, no, I mean we're just we're just open stuff. So if anybody has any recommendations, you know, try to stay away from cores and whatnot. You know, it's <laughs> not really what we're into, not really what we're about. But you know, we we appreciate everything. But you know, if someone sends us a twelve pack of cores, I mean we're gonna down <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, yeah, so. Um, not really going to be seeing a lot of Coors on here. You're not going to see some Blue Moon, even though we gave them a shout-out. Um, Bud Lights, all that. Michelob Light, shout-out Willie Taylor. Oh. <laughs> but no, so it's not a lot of that. It's just, you know, some craft brews and just talking about it. I will say, though, I am open to craft seltzers, though. Oh, because I need to try the Capri Sun. Uh no title what is it untitled untitled yeah untitled capri uh capri yeah capri sun or some capri cooler i think you showed that to me capri cooler hard seltzer so that looked awesome i'm not the biggest hard seltzer fan but if we're talking hard seltzer um by you know some good brewers i think it might you know it might get my my swing at it and it was uh it was entitled brewing that was the uh, that was the the famous uh artist right that i that I was telling you about Yes, I think I think you showed me that artist though. Um, yeah, no, you you showed me. I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure I did. Yeah, but yeah. What do you what do you? I'm getting back to the ratings. We kind of go off on tangents, which is fine. Hey, tangents are fine. Tangents yeah. are fine. What podcasts kind of about? You know, give some thickness to the podcast. <laughs> Fatten her up. Fatten her up, thick boys. Hey, thick boys glass. You get another shout out. Yeah, another one. Shameless plugs. Ah. Uh, Nate and someone else. Logan. There we go. Nate Logan. Nate and Logan, yeah. There yeah. we go. Cool guys. Cool guys so far. Um, only spoke to him a little bit, trying to get some taste tester glass purchased. Um, just to go, you just got to go check them out. Uh, thick Boys, B-O-I-S, glass. So thick is T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-
Hey, because looks do matter. <laughs> For glasses, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I would never be like, oh, you know, we're just using some basic mason jars right now. Nothing crazy. Um, I'd never think, oh, let me put my, my beer in a special glass. But, I mean, we're buying some special glass. This is a special podcast. Hopefully your favorite podcast about craft brew here soon. Um, we just need to give some more weight to the, what we put our drinks in. You know, we can't we can't be putting our, our, our beautiful craft brews in a god dang dollar dollar <laughs> dollar tree basin jar. Come on now. I'm not we're not gonna disrespect you like that. This is a special podcast for special people. Yeah. Everything holds weight. No, yeah. So this is just, you know, we're having fun with it. It's a good time. Just another place to talk. Um about anything hopefully we get some fun fun little guest on here that we can what i kind of want to do is get some i know we said let's get back to rating here soon we're on another tangent we but, will, we hey, will, we will. totally fine you know no, um, it's fine it's good to put spaces in between your drinks drink responsibly always um but no it's like what was i what was i on something I you wanted it. to do oh i want to bring bring people on that don't like every so often that are not fans of you know craft beer whether yeah. they haven't tried it whether they had a bad experience mm-hmm. want to bring them on you know and hopefully give them um obviously we might taste test one with them but do one that we recommend that we like mm-hmm. um that we can suggest or fans can suggest yeah. um and kind of you know give them a good experience give them good vibes around it you know um not just some random ipa that yeah. you just grabbed yeah, no, definitely. I th- I think that's just like a common misconception that craft beer is just bitter, hoppy IPAs. Yeah. There's so much more. I mean, there's, there's fruited sours, and there's just so many styles. Like, I truly believe everybody will find what they like. And I think, like, once you find, like, what you like in craft beer, those styles are usually pretty popular. And honestly, if you go to any craft brewery like i bet you'll be able to find something that you'd like mm-hmm. along those lines yeah just just you know get a little flight um I always get flights i'm it, a strong i'm a big flight guy i'm a big believer in flights too that's usually what i try for in my first experiences in breweries um just to get a different taste you know see a different palette don't don't know how how do you re- recommend going through a flight are you uh try a little bit of everything or just keep I think the I think one of the biggest things for me when I'm picking flights is color. Okay. Uh, I think just you know getting some stouts in there, getting some lighter beers in there. I think just if you have good if you have good color, you get a good variation of ingredients. Mm-hmm. And like if you get a if you get like a darker IPA and you think it's too hoppy, usually if you go with a lighter IPA, it'll, it'll suit you right. And yeah, just kind of go like that. You know, if you can switch up carbonations too, sometimes like if there's anything on nitro. I usually always try to get something on nitro because I'm big. I really like Guinness, and I'm always trying to find something that's good on CO2. So mm-hmm. definitely just try to go for color. Try to mix in some light beers and some darker beers, some amber beers. You know, what do you what do you try to go for? Um, I mean, initially I just went went for stuff that sounded interesting, you know, because I didn't have a big palate. So it's really just me. Picking something out that's, you know, oh, this is interesting. I kind of want to try this. Uh, or just going by, you know, some other names that, you know, I've had in the past or styles 
that I've had in the past. So I kind of stay, I kind of stay around like what I used to always go for was, you know, some, some blonde IPAs, some lighter IPAs. Yeah. And some pails. And that's kind of what I was always going for. Um, when I was at a restaurant and didn't obviously know any titles and it's not like I really wanted to ask the wait, the waitress waiter. Um, but no, so I'm kind of, I'm really up for whatever I used to be against super bitter, but now I'm kind of enjoying it just cause it's all a different aroma, um, different feeling for each of them. Yeah. I think honestly it smells pretty big too it when is. it comes to craft beer, but like, yeah, kind of going off of stuff that sounds interesting. Like. I think the last time I got a stout, I think I got a an oatmeal nitro imperial stout, mm-hmm. which I'm not even a big oatmeal guy. <laughs> well, I am if you put cinnamon sugar in it. <laughs> but, like, that just sounded interesting to me. I don't think I was a huge fan of it, but just kind of, like, figuring out what you like and what you don't like. It's just kind of like, 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 almost like condiments. Uh-huh. You know? Kind of okay. like when, when you're I- growing up and you're first getting into burgers. What's up? Ketchup mustard, baby. Oh, for me, it's it's ketchup, uh, it's ketchup or spicy mayo. Yeah, okay. That's or chipotle mayo. That's usually for me. But like, it's kind of just like trying out different condiments. Like, do you like ketchup? Do you like mustard? You know, do you like IPAs? Do you like stouts? Do you like pale ales? You know, there's just so in a way that is a good comparison. You know what I mean? Because they all go good with different things. Absolutely. And in terms of IPA, you could go with you know different times when you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. You know what the occasion is. It changes stuff up and stuff seasonal you know. too. Just like sometimes you can mix a dang breakfast condiment with a dinner, you know? Breakfast for dinner is elite. Yeah, so there's I've seen some breakfast. I am so, so mad we missed the hop culture. Um Yeah, the the virtual thing. Oh, I forget what it was called, but it was recently it was last weekend, right? Yeah, we had a, you had an order by February first, so yeah, I'm so bummed we missed that. But box came in the mail, eighteen beers, uh for a person or for like a party? Just for a box, and it was 175 bucks, which, I mean, is a is a kind of a big price. Um, but it's a virtual tour. You get you get to hear from a lot of people, so it's like almost going to you know a um, little brewery tour, almost a little brewery tour, like in a way, like what do you call them? convention expo? I bet okay. it would be something like that. You yeah. hear from um, guest note speakers, stuff like that. But it would have been interesting just to, you know, split it, me, you, 175, just a virtual tour. It's not like you didn't have to share. I wouldn't go through all those. So that had been cool. But what I was getting to, because breakfast, condiment, you could have it for dinner, blah, blah, blah. Um, what I was getting to is 12 of those were like a breakfast. Like a breakfast stout? or Yeah, breakfast. Like a lot of them were breakfast something. That was, they were titled that. So... That right there is what I was trying to get to, but it would have been cool if we could have done that. Yeah, I definitely want to get more into that. I definitely just want to, through this podcast, I feel like something I really want to, uh, kind of an objective, I kind of want, or a goal, I guess, I want to set for this podcast is really just connecting and interacting more with the craft beer community. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, we had some, not saying anything crazy, just uh, two connections today, you know, had a good conversation on Instagram about um, some glassware and stuff with Thick Boys. Um, and then had, uh, hop culture. It's, it's cool when, um, some, I guess you'd call them, I don't know what hop culture exactly is titled, but they do the review on beers and they show new beers coming out, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um, we did a giveaway. It's like a magazine, right? Yeah. It's like a magazine. So it's 
just gives reviews and ratings, all that, um, advice, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we, they had an interview, uh, giveaway on their podcast and we, uh, I just posted on our story, tagged us. They have like 88 K followers. So a good amount, but I love it that they still said, thank you for entering the giveaway. Like you don't have to say thank you for entering the giveaway. It's like something really small. Um, but it was cool because it's like, it's an interaction that shows like, you know, that, that kind of what shows you how the, um, craft brewer industry is, you know, people are always reaching out to others. You know, it seems like there's a lot of support. So they just said, thank you for entering the giveaway. And you know, that's small and a lot of people wouldn't fully notice, but it's cool to see someone that's, you know, has a lot of networking and has a lot of experience in craft brew take the time to reach out even though they obviously could have been a mass send but it's still cool yeah no i kind of fanboyed on that just saying how it's cool how just people show support to things that you know we have 50 followers maybe i think we have 22 followers (laughs) as of as of february 19th yeah so it's obviously this is nothing we're not trying to influence and oh be some shaboot shebang type thing but no we're just having fun with it it's cool to just see that type of support because we obviously want to support others yeah definitely like yeah and kind of bringing it back to what i said like you know connecting with the craft beer community like small stuff like that i think just really keeps people intact and keeps people coming back and one thing that i really noticed like working at a brewery is just kind of like it's it's never it's never like too serious you know what I mean? I think that's cool about the craft beer community. It's like laid back and you see like a lot of these like startups and business and like like millennial kind of companies, they always got craft beer on tap. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of like just like bringing people together through beer and through like culture and stuff like that of being like an accepting and just like a, a low key and like just overall, like I said, accepting community, I think just really reels people in. Yeah. No, so. I don't know. It's it, this is gonna be fun. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's um, something different, you know. I obviously, like I said, I'm not fully experienced in anything about this industry. You know, I've been slowly doing some taste testing, um, and getting my palate out there and trying to understand a lot more. Um, just because that's some work I'm doing right now, just in the industry. So trying to fully understand it, and um, yeah. So this podcast will be you know, great for that, just to understand some, some new styles, some new flavors, and just hopefully hear some new experiences and stories through this, you know, whether it's guests we bring on or, um, Johan obviously had a, he's foreign to this, to this world. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. Um, but obviously had a different upbringing in terms of, you know, what they experience over there, um, in Europe, you know, you can, have wine you can have beer like and taste a little bit at dinner and stuff early on so obviously a lot of that stuff isn't over here either yeah Um, so it's just a different way of how we came to experience um craft brew and just yeah yeah it's also cool like think about like talking about kind of like my experience like growing up in europe and stuff like that like a lot of a lot of like imported beer you know not necessarily like the coronas or like modelos or like I guess kind of like Stella Artois would kind of be like a good comparison, but like that's almost considered kind of like a borderline craft beer, mm-hmm. even though it's like really been like commercialized and it's it's huge. You can find it at any supermarket. Yeah. But like, like I said, we had a, a Saison 
two weeks ago, a week ago. DuPont. DuPont, Saison, really good. And, like, my kind of thinking is here in the States, that's a craft beer. And I'm wondering if that's, like, like over there, if that's more of, like, a kind of thing you can find in any supermarket. Yeah. Or if it's more of, like, a, it's like a, it's like a craft beer local brewery there mm-hmm. as well. It's just kind of cool, like, how it can connect and how it can, like, surface in different parts of the world as well. You know, and I really want to – I actually saw this Vice, this quick little, like, <laughs> Vice. Vice is awesome. I love Vice. But, like, they had this, like, 15-minute, like, little mini documentary about craft beer in Japan and, like, how mm-hmm. big it's gone. And they have, like, these little, little like, microbrews kind of, like, all over the place. And it's just really cool to see kind of how the economy has changed to make craft brew in different com- in different countries like Japan more accessible for people because yeah. kind of what they were talking about before it used to be more commercialized mm-hmm. and like you had to create a certain amount of of it was either like liters or kegs you had to produce every single year or cases and it was ridiculous it was only like commercial sized companies could do it yeah and now it's it's down to you have to produce I think it was maybe like. 2,000 kegs a year compared okay. to the hundreds of thousands or whatever it was before. And just cool that that's, like, more accessible. So, like, you think about, like, the, the average people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Being, finding this passion and making a living out of it. Japan 2028. Hey, Japan <laughs> would be cool. Japan would be really cool. My, that'd be that'd be so cool. Like, once it you said it's getting bigger, hopefully it gets to a cool stage. And it's like, we could go to Japan and try some Japan japanese craft beer yeah like, that'd be cool to say you know can design is probably be wicked like that'd be cool to yeah. check out another thing is i'm really into can design just something i'm doing right now um crazy cans out there that's something i pay attention to and i've kept almost every can we've taste tested so just a little plug there about can design but japan and craft brew would be actually pretty pretty cool yeah i'd love to get like because obviously like europe's cool with like craft beer and stuff like that and i think I think Europe was kind of like the first, like obviously they have, Europe has a very vast history of, of alcohol and whatnot. And I think it's just kind of cool that like bringing that into the States kind of turns it into craft beer. And I, I'd love to see kind of how craft beer has kind of turned into a, a global thing mm-hmm. and that you can see it in Asia and you could see it in Australia or New Zealand or, you know, up in Scandinavia, Canada, because it's, even down in South America. You know? Yeah. Oh, in South America, that'd probably be really cool. Yeah. Just because, you know, culture's different. You know, there'd, there'd be a complete cultural change to how craft brew is operated, how it's created, you know, all that, how the process is, is made down in these different countries, cultures, how they do things. And that'd be pretty cool to see. Obviously, it's probably nothing that's major right now. Um, but you think just the change in craft brew in the United States, um, Imagine what it'd be in South America, like you said, Australia. Like they operate different. The way they do it is totally different. The so, resources. So exactly, you know, there's different fruits mm-hmm. in Japan. There's different fruits in Australia that may be more popular than here in the U.S. And it'd be, you know, crazy to see something like that. Hops might grow different, you know, due to climate. Um, and, and it'd just it'd be super interesting to see that change because I, I don't think I've had anything, you know, say a home. Home brewed place in Australia. That's probably pretty freaking cool. Yeah. No, honestly, I think like the only, I think the only like Asian beer I've had, I haven't had Sapporo yet because I know that's Japanese. That's like a, like a big one in, in Japan. I, I've had San Miguel, which is also a big one. I think that's from the Philippines. 
but that's like the only real like Asian beer I've had. Okay. But just like I kind of want to, you know, expand throughout the continents and throughout the world, and you know, like get a home, get a, a you know, a bottle of home brewed beer from you know the outskirts of Australia or something like yeah. that would be awesome. You know, dang, yeah, no, that would be cool. Endless opportunities for sure. Okay, what we have not gotten back to was rating. And I also think this is our first podcast. It might be a little bit rough. I hope you guys bear with us. We're really enjoying this. We hope you guys are enjoying it too. Uh, we promise we're going to have a little bit more structure. We said we're going to kind of keep this like low-key and stuff, but we still want to have like, you know, just like a little bit of structure. So we're yeah. not just going off on tangents every five minutes like we have been doing <laughs> right now. But yeah, going back to the rating, I'm going to give it a four out of five on the untapped scale. That's what I'm sticking with. I might be generous, but I think honestly the people that the people that have maybe had this, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Say the say the info again. Uh Modest Brewing Company from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's called Noise Floor. It's a double dry hopped cream IPA. Mm. And it's uh <coughs> excuse me. It is brewed with uh milk sugar, hopped and double dry hopped with citrus, sabro, and Nelson Savine. Hops. I hope I'm saying that last name right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just kind of an interesting flavor, diff- like different aroma. Mm-hmm. You kind of smell the lactose. I think it's – I I'd imagine it's lactose if it's milk sugar. Yeah. But, yeah, just overall. And for it to call be called cream. Yeah, like a cream IPA, yeah. So, but no, yeah, it's – I think I'd, – I'd agree with – would you say a four? I think I'd give a four, yeah. I'd say I'm in that four range as well. Just because it's it's different. For what I thought a cream a cream ale was going to be, especially, you know, like we said, the milk sugar, lact, lactate, whatever. Lactose. I lactose. Jeez, I said lact. <laughs> lactate. Golly, I said lactate. <laughs> Cut that. Maybe that might be a plug for, <laughs> for people that are lactose intolerant. Get your lactate. Um, but no, it's not what I expected in flavor for a cream ale with those ingredients obviously i don't know how it's brewed blah 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 but just not the flavor and stuff but i i would say actually when i did take my last swigs of it and i kind of like let it sit for a second i got this 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 switch that it was supposed to be it was going towards like um just kind of a hoppy flavor and then it was washed over by i got a, a hint of the cream flavor at the end yeah so it was at the towards the end where i got that cream so yeah. And it was a little thicker, too. Like, I, I'm wondering what, what makes a difference between cream IPAs and milkshake IPAs. Yeah. I think they might be in the same boat, but... They're probably right on the edge of... It's probably how much is in, you know, how much is in a cream, how much is in a milk. Yeah. Definitely. And also, I would also like to apologize. We said on our Instagram we'd have this recorded on Tuesday, but life happens. <laughs> And we unfortunately cannot record on Tuesday. No. But here we are on a lovely Friday night in Pullman. It's a little snowy out here. But, yeah, we're going to try to keep it maybe a bit more consistent on Tuesdays, I think. All right. Well, that was our first podcast of Hazy Sessions. We hope you guys really enjoyed it. Dallas and I had a great time here discussing some quality mead and cream IPAs. And uh, we hope you guys stick with us for this journey. We're really excited about it. Going to keep this content going. Uh, try to keep these upload. We're going to try to keep uploading on Tuesdays now. 
And, uh, yeah, you know, we're really excited. And I hope you guys follow us. Got anything to say, Dal? Uh, just thank you to everyone that tunes in. Um, correct us if we're wrong. Um, and engage with us. You know, we're happy to re- reply to everything. We're happy get new articles, get new information, get some beer recommendation. Um, we'll link our social medias below. Follow us on Untapped, um, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all that. Um, just enjoy the podcast. If you made it this far, I hope you like it. Um, hope we didn't say um, anything too wrong. But, yeah, thanks for that, and cheers. Cheers. And a quick shout-out to uh, all the people that followed us so far. Our oh, 20, yeah. 21, 22 very valued followers. <laughs> shout-out to some of the people on the East Coast, friends from high school, friends up here in Pullman and all over the place. Thank you, guys, and we're looking forward to keeping this going. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. Thank you very much. Peace out. Later. Thank you.